Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. Today, my guest is an actress. She's a mother and a true millennial icon, Miss Kyla Pratt. Kyla, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. For having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So you clearly have grown up in the spotlight and you you've really been a positive figure, not just for females in the industry, but really for black culture as a whole. So do you feel like starting out so young prepared you for the different aspects of the industry as you got older? And like, did it help you figure out how to navigate your career? Oh yeah, I I think it helped me so much. Um, Luckily I had a mother who, you know, my mom is an actress. Um, I watched my mom theater as a kid and that's what made me want to do it and when I got the opportunity to do it I was always made to feel like you know you don't have to do this if you don't want to is this fun for you you can keep going or you can stop um so that's why this industry has never felt like a burden to me it's Mm -hmm. always been like oh this is fun I'm gonna do this and now I'm I'm a normal kid I'm gonna have my normal life and I think having that strong base um in the way that I think it was like, oh, so as I got older, wait a second, this is no longer a hobby. You, this is a business. Think about it like, oh, I get to go have fun sometimes. You have to be a businesswoman. And um, yeah, I think I've been working for so long that, you know, when I'm put in certain situations, I never say out loud, but in my mind, I'd be like, oh, they're trying to play with me. <laughs> oh, they think they, oh, that's cute. No, don't, you know, like. I, I, I've been in so many different situations and I know myself and I have no problem with um, constructive criticism. I have no problem with uh, talking with people. I have no problem with, you know, having discussions, but no one can tell me who I am, you yeah. know? Yeah. You just have to be secure within you um, in this industry. And of course, I'm a normal human being. I'm a, I'm a young woman, a young black woman. So of course, I'm gonna have my days where I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. What about this? And what about that? And who wanted to work out? And did I, what did you eat? Like, I have days where I'm, you know, because we're not like, like, that's what we do. So you can be secure within yourself and then also have days where you're questioning everything. But as long as you don't allow the craziness of this industry to be like, you know, I, this is, this is what I love to do, but it's not me, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. so in terms, in terms of the industry, like from black female perspective, what do you feel are some positive changes that you've seen, you know, in terms of diversity or what, you know, whether it's race related or gender related, and also where do you think the industry still has lots of room for improvement? Um, it's 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 amazing because I see a lot of growth. I see a lot of people who look like me, who inspire me to do more um, in this industry. And uh, to know, like, even as a young woman now and being like, okay, look, you're always going to be on So You always have to wait for these directors. You have to wait for X, Y, and Z to get a job. Why not create your own? And I think um, for now, it feels more realistic it, um, it, it feels like something, not that I sat back before and was like, I can't do that. It just wasn't, you know, in the, you, it's, it's like when you see somebody who looks like you doing certain things and you go, wait, I can, oh, that's a possibility. Like I didn't even look at it that way. And that's why representation matters so much. And I feel like things are changing and things are going in a great direction. And I feel like, um, you know, there is a lot of work that still needs to be done, but we have to, you know, take, take account everything that is happening and just, and just keep climbing and, and no longer going out there and say, this isn't happening. No, let's just do it. 
Let's just do it. Let's make it happen. Let's have the conversations. It can be done. And I'm still trying to open myself up to <laughs> certain things and, and, and not, you know, I, I say I refuse to get put in a box and I have to realize when I put myself in one mm. and no, stop. Like, what, why are you thinking this way? And uh, I think it's all just about changing our, our mindset and the way that we view things and, and understand that we can do so much. And, and, and it's amazing to feel inspired by women, fil- uh, women filmmakers now and to see little changes here and there, you know, yeah. and, women and black women being um, uh, recognized for the work that they're doing and just being like, oh, I can think more on a broader, you know, um, in, a, in, a, in a broader way instead of just, oh, I'm just going to do this, you know? No, absolutely. And I, I love that you said that because I think people do tend to put themselves in boxes, but it's probably because it's been perpetuated by something that's been told to them their whole life. You know, I just watched, uh, I don't know if you've seen this on Hulu, but it's a play called In and of Itself. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh Oh my goodness. I highly recommend it. But basically the whole premise of the play is that, um, is your identity is not based on what other people tell you your identity is. And so when you, when you said that, that really struck me, it's a really beautiful moving piece. I highly recommend seeing it, but you know, our, we do let our identities kind of be shifted and, 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 and molded by other people. So, and then you end up putting yourself in a box. So I love that you said that. Especially me, you know, I grew up in this industry and I grew up, you know, playing these characters that people will always see me as. Mm -hmm. And that's not an issue for me. I love it because that means that I did it well. You know, that's what you're used to. Um, And so I have to find these projects or develop these things to show the different things that I can do. So I'm not just, you know, stuck in this little area, but I've had... I've had people in the industry just, you know, point like I've had someone recently be like, oh, yeah, you're a comedic actress. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Don't put, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm funny. (laughs) Haha, don't do that. I can also (laughs) move people in other ways. And once you realize that, like, I didn't realize that other people were putting me in specific boxes. I didn't realize, even growing up, I didn't realize that I was this girl next door. I gave these door next like girl next door princess vibes and everybody's like oh she's so sweet and she's this and I'm like um I was just taught by my mom to respect my elders um not do certain things that doesn't mean that I wasn't hanging out with my friends doing x y and z cussing out whoever I just didn't you know you just didn't do that and you you it's a different time and a different place for different things and so now I, 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 when I had my first daughter, you know, everybody's like, what? Oh my goodness. And who is she with? And who is this man? And he's not this. And I'm like, wait, y'all don't know me. <laughs> I'm like, like, as I got older, I was like, wait, people were putting me in a specific box. Cause that's what they thought, you know, just don't allow people to put you in boxes. They will. Right. Right. And do you think that that's more of an issue with black artists that they're not shown the different multitudes of, of their personality and their identity? Um, yeah, I think that is something that we have to deal with, um, a lot. I, 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 sometimes I'll sit back and compare different people in the industry and I'll be like, what, (laughs) what, what did they, what, let me, okay, let me, maybe I'm, I missed something. I'll be like, oh, that's not anything. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cause I let people know I'm like me as far as like life the least judgmental person. I don't care. That's your business. Whatever you feel, as long as you ain't hurt nobody, I don't give a damn. But when it comes to this, this acting that I love, 
oh, I'm, I judge everything I watch. I mean, what's this? What she do? Oh, no. Oh, wait. Uh, well, naturally, because that's your industry, you know? But I don't speak on it. I don't speak. I'm not, I don't speak on. Right. Also, I look for, even if, if, if I don't like someone particularly as an artist, when I see the next time that they do something, I'm sitting there with my finger crossed, hoping like, ooh, okay, this is going to be better. This is going to be good. It's going to be good. You know? So I still, I'm not, I'm not a hater in any type of way, but I, so I love to see growth and I love to see all that. But that's all that to say is that people are going to put you in boxes. I try not to do that with other people as well. And even I realized recently that I did, like I was dealing with a makeup artist and I was like, oh wait, you can do a photo shoot, but I'm just thinking you just do my makeup over here. That's all you do. And or somebody recently where I was like, oh, you can't, uh, I, you just do my regular. I don't know you do weaves. Oh, wait, oh, you can do a sewing. Like, so I, I see how it's done. But when you recognize it, it's kind of like, okay, don't do that. That's their art. They can do more than what they're just, what you just see, you know? Right, right. So it's interesting you bring up like hair and makeup because I, I'm sure you saw recently Monique Coleman, who was on High School Musical. She expressed how when she was in High School Musical, the reason her character always wore headbands because there was no one on set that could do black hair. So did you ever have those experiences? Because I know plenty of black actresses and even myself included when I've done things on set or done interviews, they just didn't know how to do makeup. They think black people are all one shade. They don't know how to touch natural hair. So what has your experience been like in that element of the industry? Oh, absolutely. That started at an early age for me. I used to work on projects and the people would do my hair and my mom would redo it in the in the trailer. Like, you ain't about to have my baby out here looking crazy. You don't know what you're doing. True and black mama. Like, <laughs> like, oh no, like have, have everything set up. I've been on sets where I brought my own, I, I go on time, I'll be there early to get my hair and makeup done. And then I'll go in the trailer and make the adjustments that I need to do afterwards. I brought my curling iron, my flat iron, my everything, because you're not about to have me looking crazy. That's not what we're about to do here. I've had, I've been on sets where, uh, it were not too long ago where they tried to put wigs on our characters and I had to be like, no, you are not putting a wig on that. Like the, for the first time in my life, I had to tell somebody, uh-uh, no, we're not doing that. Like, oh, what do you mean? I said, let me tell you something about black people, love. Um, they care about hair. And if this hair is looking ridiculous on this project, they're not going to focus on the story. They're not going to focus on what we're doing. They're going to focus on the ridiculousness that is looking like it was just sat on the top of this person's head. We cannot do this. It's not, I mean, because I, I love what I do. I love the storytelling, but everything needs to be put together a certain way. Yeah can't have something that is super distracting on a project. And then also as a black woman, I want to be feeling myself when I'm doing a certain thing. If I'm playing a certain character and I'm supposed to be bad, I'm supposed to be walking in like I own the place. I'm not going to be feeling it if you got me over here looking crazy. So a lot of times it's difficult because you have certain people. I don't say that I can do something that I can't do. Like, and so it frustrates me when a makeup artist or a hairstylist says, oh yes, I know how to do all types of hair. You lying. D don't, don't like, if you don't know how to do something, at least say it. And then we can, we can figure it out. I'm, I'm not playing with your money. I still want you to work, but I have to make sure that I'm ready and how I need to be. And of course my character is not going to always have her hair situated, but it's like, if my baby, my baby just did her second commercials. I'm like, Oh, you finna have braids. Cause I can't go to set with you. So right. you, you up. I'm going to make sure that you go like, if you, it's just going to happen that way. You're, you can't wear a natural style if I'm not there to 
actress right because they're not going to have anyone on set that is going to be able to do it. I've had times where I've been on set and my hair is breaking off because people aren't focused on, you know, um, healthy hair. They just want to focus on the style. Um, on one-on-one, I, every, I was, I had, I started wearing weaves. I wouldn't wear one to tell you the type of kid I was. I was like, uh, uh-uh, that's for grownups. Like that's for grown people. I'm not doing that. Like, no. And then I got to a point where I had to, because it was damaging my hair. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be bald because y'all want you, cause you want to look good. Yeah. Like, figure out how to do this so I think it's better when artists are open to being to to saying I don't know how to do that how do you do that I've been on a set where the the head makeup artist uh the 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 second was doing my hair and she's like oh Kyla has you know flyaways at the top and but she doesn't want to use this super 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 spray because I'm like if you use that we're not going to be able to do my hair tomorrow I'm going to have to it's going to be a whole process mm-hmm. I'm like, I need something lighter She's like, oh, I don't know what we have. This woman told this woman to put water on her fingers. Oh, just to lay it down a little bit. I said, ma'am. I said, ma'am. You said no, ma'am. <laughs> uh, this part up here is me. That's all me, dog. If you put some water on it, this is not going to look like the rest of it. That's not how this works. Oh, it's just going to be a little bit. See, now, you, now, now you're not listening. So. Now we have a problem because you're not listening and it's not going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to say that you don't know how to do something. That is the best way to learn. Yeah. That is the best way to learn. But if you sitting back like, oh, no, I got this. You're not, you're not open enough to understand and to learn. So therefore, I don't want to work with you because you, you're not, you think you know everything. And, you know, as an actress, like the last thing you want to be worried about is whether my hair looks all kinds of which ways. You want to be focused on your character. You want to be focused on the performance that you're giving. It's just, that should be the least thing, the last thing that you should be worrying about. I've had projects where I had to like literally be like, okay, just leave it alone. Mm. Focus on your character. Because if you don't focus on your character and you're thinking about your hair, you're not going to be able to give this character as much justice as she deserves. So just let, like, it's okay. She's going through it. She could look a little crazy. Like, I have to validate it in my head. Like, it's cool. She don't have to have everything laid to the side. It don't have to be great. You know? And sometimes you don't. Like, it's okay. But that's, oof. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, emotional turmoil for Black women to have to go through. And it's frustrating. And I hope that we will... I think the way to fix it is that we just need to have more representation within those aspects of the industry. We need more people of color that are part of makeup teams. We need more people of color that are doing hair. And we're starting to see it more, but it's not, you know, to our liking, I'm sure, but we're getting there. Getting better because I see more and more coming in. But then one of the shows I was on, like we had four black leads like in the ensemble and they brought in a black hairstylist, but she was the third. So she did all the like, um, guest cast that was coming on and I would look at her and I'm like I would look at the guest cast and I walk up to her and I'd be like she curled your hair didn't she she did it it looked cute this is some bullshit. what has happened I don't understand what what uh, oh man I was like just let it go right. Right, right, right. So let's talk a little bit about your advocacy. You know, in addition to speaking about issues that affect the Black community, you're also a huge advocate for mental health. So, and I know mental health has been a huge discussion in general lately, which is so great because it's something that we've kind of swept up under the rug as a society. So how have you been using your platform to speak out about both of these issues and what kind of messages are you wanting your fans to come away with? It's it's very hard because... Um... I've went through different, like, 
people look at people in the industry and they're like, oh, either, you know, if we don't see them going through it, they're good, they're perfect. You know, me, I'm the type of person, I'm I like, I, I'm going to deal with my own, I'm going to handle my own, and then we'll talk about it, you know, when I get to the point. Because sometimes people aren't supportive during different journeys um, that you're having. We all have things that we're healing from. We all have different things that we've experienced in our lives and different things that we deal with internally. And I think I just love talking about things. I, I love being a part of the conversation because nobody's perfect. And I love being able to sit here and say, nobody's perfect. Kyla is not perfect. Kyla has not had this perfect cookie cutter life that everybody, you know, I'm not down in it. It's been amazing. Thank you, Lord. I, I appreciate everything. But I also have been through my own challenges and when people understand that they are not alone in feeling certain things or dealing with certain things, I think it's, it's, it's the beginning of a healing process in understanding that you are not alone in the ways that you do. Um, especially, you know, in this country, we, you know, we were brought here, we're uh, dealing with a lot of different people who don't appreciate, um, us as a people, us as a culture. Um, they do it in other ways. Um, but to understand all the different things that we have been through, it's like having conversations with, you know, my mother and um, older generations and even friends of mine and sitting back and being like, okay, you can't hold grudges on the family members before you who, you know, did all the whoopings and did all the this and all of that. Like, that's all they knew. And yes, it affected you a certain way, but, you know, now we know what not to do. Let's move forward. And, you know, but you can't hold it against them. Like they were dealing with like the stuff, like we're dealing with so much now, but imagine what they were dealing yeah. with. You know what I'm saying? With no platforms, with no social media to show the different things that were happening, that were going on, that they were being put through. And to understand that everybody is going through their own mental struggle. I think people need to, I don't know if you can learn how to be empathetic, um, but I think that's something that we all need to practice. And I just, I love talking about mental health because people don't understand that we are all dealing with something. We all need to have these conversations to make it more of a normal thing so people don't think like you know and, and getting the help that we need and having the conversations that we need to have and not being you know that the old family back in the day that's like oh that's your uncle he crazy so you need to talk <laughs> to somebody like you know we're not you know like it's it's always like like back in the day it was more of like the don't talk about it don't talk about it. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. And it's like, no, people need outlets. People need someone to sit down and talk talk to that's just going to listen or that's going to be ex able to explain certain things that have happened in their lives and help them work through it and know that, you know, that just because this ha this happened, that happened, it doesn't have to define your entire future. And you have to be okay here before you can be okay anywhere else. And even as a mother, like I sit back and, you know, my kids are my life, but then I sit back and be like, hold on, if mama's not right, yeah. if mama's not right, I'm now I'm put something on these kids that they got to heal from. Yeah. So I'm like, uh-uh, what do I need to do? Even if that's to step away for a minute, even if that's to do X, Y, and Z, even if that's to say, I need to take a break from this or a break from that. Like, I have to make sure that I am mentally in a good place because things can become overwhelming. You know, we're dealing with a, a, a different society right now. And I just, I love to be a part of conversations and just talking like this so people can say, people can see I'm not, you know, like I'm not the, the you know, especially with right now with social media and everybody's like, 
You know, I it's hard for me to post a picture where I'm super made up because I'll be like, uh-uh, I need to post something where I have no makeup on too. Cause just so they know, don't expect to see me like this. You're like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't expect it to see me with all this contour on. That's not an everyday thing for me. I like sweatpants. So let's, let's, you know, show the balance. And I think that's like everybody's watching everybody be perfect because no one's posting, you know, what they're going through. They're yeah. posting. So it's just, a, it's great to have conversations like this. And even for, you know, I can keep going on and on. I just want to keep the conversation going so people can know that you are not alone in certain feelings that you have. Just, you can, you can look at it, you can examine it, but just don't dwell on it. Don't sit in it and have a conversation, you know, cause I'm pretty sure someone around you is going through something similar. And if they shut you down and they're not, sit back and be like oh they lying <laughs> no I and I love that you said that because I'm a new mom too I just had a baby last year in COVID times it was crazy but you know you know when you're on an airplane and they're like if the the oxygen falls put yours on first and then help others it's the same thing with you know being a parent you if you're not okay how are you ever going to provide for your children so I love that you recognize that and know that sometimes the kids are a lot you know <laughs> in general <laughs> remember the saying it was like it was it says you have to make sure that your cup is full and then give to others what overflows yeah, yeah. Give what fills that cup I, I can't remember the exact no way. but yeah I know but what you're talking about hard, especially as a, like my guilt and all the crazy stuff I'm dealing with is getting a little bit easier because they're getting older and they care about other stuff but then when my babies were like your baby's age and they were like super young, like the amount of like different things that were going on in my mind and realizing that I'm responsible for this human being and I'm making decisions and I can set them up. You know, it was overwhelming. And then I was like, no, Kyla, sit back and enjoy this. Enjoy. Yeah. They're only going to be this small for so long. And even now I'm looking at them and at first I'm like, okay, so wait, we in the house all day, every day. I got to cook um, lunch and dinner and you have nowhere to go. <laughs> Let's just sit on the iPad all day because that's horrible. <laughs> How are we going to do this? But, you know, so we all went through different things during this time of being locked down. But then I finally got to the point where I'm like, Kyla, your kids are getting older. Like, this is the only time that they're going to be this age. Mm -hmm. You are getting this time with them because they would be at school and you wouldn't see them all the time or you would be at work and you would come home and they'll already be asleep. Like, at least you're getting this extra... You know, you got to find, you have to stop and find the good in everything so you don't go crazy. Man. <laughs> Pretty soon, my 10-year-old is going to be old and she ain't going to hang out with me no more. So I got to, you know, I'm still going to bother her. But, you know, I got to appreciate, you know, what's happening here. Yeah. So in terms of, of your kids, you know, what kind of lessons or, or messages are you giving them in terms of their race when they go out into the real world? Um, I've since the beginning, I think my, my oldest daughter was born like right after, uh, uh, princess and the frog came out. And so I was so excited about, Oh, I'm going to get a black princess. Yeah. She can see somebody. And, you know, cause I didn't realize I was missing that, you know, in the Disneyland back in the day, I didn't, you know, notice until I had a child and I just, every day I just, uh, ever since they were little, I'm just like, Oh my goodness, baby, your skin is so beautiful. Oh my goodness, baby. Look how you look at that death. I when I tell you my goal every day is to pump my kids up so much in every way, I am that mama. Like, I, I am 
I, if, the, if an event is going on and I got to work, oh, uh, excuse me, I'm going to be like 30 minutes late because my baby's getting an award. <laughs> I need to be there. Oh, no, it's right down the street. Don't trip. Like, I, I'll be on time for camera, but I need 30 minutes. Oh, well, we don't know. Oh, no, okay, wait, let me rephrase this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be late. <laughs> because I know, like, it's certain moments that I'm just like, I know that I'm going to be the loudest mom there, so my baby's going to be looking for me. <laughs> Like, they're going to be looking for me. Like, I'm going to make sure. I don't care if this is school with people who are conservative. No. You're going to hear this, mama. You're going to hear me yelling. You're going to hear. I'm going to pump my baby up. Since they were lit, like, I, um, there's a bunch of different songs that I play for my girls. And it's just, like, all about women empowerment and all about how beautiful their skin is and how beautiful their body. Uh. And, and how beautiful everything everything about them like I'm like baby you are so sweet and you are so kind and you think about others and I said well make sure you make sure you're good like you know just so they don't um, because they, of course at some point they're going to experience growing pains and different things that they have to experience as long as they know that their mama and their daddy and their families their aunties and uncles support them and pump them up in every way possible I uh you know we we talk about failing we talk about um, it's okay to fail. It's okay to do bad. It's okay that you didn't do amazing on a test, but how can you get better? Okay, now we can focus on how you get better. Um, I feel like a lot of kids aren't taught that it's okay to fail, um, so then they're afraid to try new things. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just trying to find the balance of everything. I just want to give my kids a life where they don't have to heal from so much. Mm, that's my that's beautiful. Goal, and I know one day they're gonna come to me and be like, "Mom, you didn't." And I'm going to want to fight them just because I'm small and I got anger issues because I'm a tiny woman and they're going to be taller than me. I already see it. It's, it's happening. But so I know I'm going to feel some type of way, but then I have to listen and understand. And one day, certain things that bother them, they'll understand from my point of view, just how I did with my mom. Yeah. You know, certain things that I didn't get until my kids got a certain age and I'm like, oh, so that's why. Okay. I mean, you still was doing a lot. But <laughs> Okay. It always comes back full circle. And I absolutely am experiencing that with my mom too. And I have a newfound respect for her for sure. Now that I have a child. <laughs> Ooh, it's a struggle, but it's the most beautiful thing it, could ever do. it truly, truly is. So, okay. The age that you got into the industry, you know, you were really a part of a lot of prime shows that showcase black excellence. And I feel like black art in general was at an all time high, like in the nineties and early two thousands and not just in TV, but also in music. And then it just kind of abruptly stopped. Why do you think that is? And do you think that we'll ever have another era like we did where it kind of felt like a black renaissance? I mean, I could name a million shows off the top of my head that were just thriving at that time, but we really haven't seen, you know, black lead content like that since then. And do you think it'll ever be at the forefront of the industry again? Um, I don't know if it'll ever be at the forefront just because the industry is ran so differently now. Um, there's so many different um, ways of watching projects and streaming. And I don't know if it'll ever be like it was. And it's crazy because I was just talking about this in a different interview. And they were saying like, you know, UPN back in the day and all the different shows that were on UPN. And, and it was crazy because one-on-one -on -one was canceled the year that UPN was bought out and went to another network. And when I saw the other network, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't fit there. Like mm -hmm. we you know, that's not, I don't think that's really for us. And then there was a time where people were like, sitcoms are dying. It's going to be all single camera. It's going to be this, it's going to be that. And now we're going back to sitcoms and we're going, like, you can see that 
it can be done. I don't know if there's ever going to be time where we just have this platform where it's just us unless we make it ourselves. Um, but I do feel, I see a little bit of growth over the past couple of years and watching um, different artists create things, you know, that look like me and, um, and bring, bring things to life. And um, there's a bunch of different things that I'm looking forward to, you know, that's, that's coming out where I'm just like, yes, like, I just, you know, like even watching something re recently, like uh, Malcolm and Marie on Netflix and mm -hmm. just able to see um, some type of story that is a very toxic. Uh, it was very. <laughs> but to see the way that the character that everything was written and the way that it, I feel like it needed to be in order to keep us inter interested don't nobody want to watch something where everybody just loving on each other every five seconds for two hours nobody want to watch that you know like that's okay it's cute but it's, but you know what I mean it's you know just seeing different people out there doing different things and even like um one night in my um and Regina King just directed that like seeing brilliant Oh, absolutely. But seeing projects like that and knowing that it's it's no it's not a cookie cutter. It's not something that someone else is bringing. It's us. And it's the story that we're telling in a certain way that I'm just like, I'm amazed. So I don't know if it'll ever be that time where it's like we just have one network. We'll be playing all this stuff and we're doing all these things. But I do see the growth in the industry where I see people like me making and creating and bringing amazing projects. So I think that it's only going to grow now, especially since we're forcing people to have these conversations and understand that we need representation in every single way. And and it's the dopest representation ever in my book, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, uh, what could you do if you did right. like, I, I, I mean, like, everybody's great, too. Like, y'all cool, too. Everybody's cool. But, you know, it's it's nothing like seeing someone who looks like you and yeah. who's in a different type of story and and recognizing that there's different people in, in the world and recognizing different stories. And that's one thing is where it's like, I love when we have a story like Malcolm and Marie and people, it, it brings in a conversation and people are having conversations and I've, I've read different things. We're like, well, why are people showing that type of love for us? I'm like, because we have different types of love. We have different types of stories. Don't nail us into, it's like people look at me and they're like, oh, you've always been a great role model. You've done these roles. And I'm like, look, everybody needs their story told. I'm not just here to tell you the stories of the people who grew up in a, you know, who grew up in a great situation and they're thriving and they're doing this. No, I'm going to play the girl as well that had the drug problems that did these different things because those are real life people. Yeah. And then also teaching your children that this is entertainment, you know, and that's mm -hmm. something that I stuck in my kid's head. I'm like, no, this is baby. Look, that's the same actress from this movie. Is they just telling a story? Look at this is funny. This, they know, you know, it's not real life, you know, and they yeah. see things. And I just, I think that, I think that right now, like the possibilities are endless. And I think that it's moving in a great direction. I would love for it to move a little faster, but it's moving and I see it. And I'm, I'm just glad to be able to appreciate these type of things at this time, because I mean, 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to appreciate a, a particular films that I've watched, you know, now. And yeah. I'm 
be able to see these things and and be able to stream it as soon as it comes on so they get my support, you know? And, uh, you know, so we can keep these things happening because also people can't be out there saying that our stories aren't doing this and our stories aren't doing that. We have to support them when they come out as well. We can't just sit back and complain. When we do have projects come out, they need to be supported. Well, Kyla, watching you transition from a child star to this beautiful Black woman has been nothing short of inspiring and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today but before we go can you tell everybody about the new show that you're on and anything you can give us about the proud family reboot well thank you so much thank you for having of course I'm on is Call Me Cat on Fox. Um, it is with Maya Bialik, Cheyenne Jackson, Leslie Jordan, Julian Gant, Susie Kurtz. We have a very diverse cast. It literally, I feel like anyone can watch this show and relate in some way. And it comes on Thursday nights on Fox, 9, 8 Central, and we are having a ball shooting it. These people, their energy, is it's great to work with genuinely good people who love what they do. And you can see they love it as much as you do. And um, yeah, we're having so much fun. It's also on Hulu and Fox TV app if you guys want to catch up on it. And then the Proud Family reboot, we announced that early last year, but it's been difficult because that's when the shutdown happened. And so we had to hold off on things. We started recording from home, but then that didn't go so well. So we're re-recording things now. And, you know, it's streaming now. So we can't just put out episode, you know, as it goes along. We have to get the big chunk together. So, Be patient. It's coming. Okay. Gosh. Um, But it's going to be worth the wait. Uh, The Proud Family was always a show for me that I loved filming because I learned so much as a young Black woman filming it. I learned about things that I didn't even know about. And now hearing other people have watched it and, you know, it started conversations within different communities for people to understand different different experiences where we were coming from. And the 2021 Proud Family is no different, just on a different level. Like, literally, we are having conversations that people don't want to have and we need to and like I said have conversations keeping things open um, and, and allowing ourselves to be able to learn like that's that's how we grow and I think everybody's going to be so excited about the proud family louder and prouder premiering on Disney plus I don't have a day for you yet but it will happen this year it will happen. I cannot wait <laughs> I cannot wait and thank you again so much for chatting with me it was a pleasure and to the listeners make sure you subscribe to we need to talk and we will talk to you again next week bye